All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. In today's video, I'm gonna talk about a very important topic, which is electricity, or more specifically, power outages, uh, blackouts, as they've been known since I was a kid. And just looking at all of these warnings that are coming out about this, as you know, I kind of notice a lot of patterns. I, I study history, and then I put it all together and, and look at what's being put out by the mainstream media. And that tends to give us a really good indication of what is about to come. So it was quite surprising when I noticed doing a search and looking at all the media outlets, just how many of them are talking about power outages at the moment. And again, we have to look at this because the media, they never just drop it on you. They start off with these small little breadcrumbs and, and trends and they start putting it out all over the place and then it gets you used to it so that when it actually comes and happens, then you're not as well, not quite as shocked by it. Of course, we've seen this pattern with the food shortages. So this started seven or eight months ago. They started talking about how certain things we might see shortages of, um, food in particular and different resources. And of course, we know how important electricity generation is. It is extremely important. A lot of you watching may use electricity for your home heating, for example. We saw what happened in Texas last year and we had people sleeping in their cars and running their car heaters, people trying to go into fast food places and restaurants just to stay warm. And this is what we want to try and avoid. So here we are, I just did a search so you can see this is news here and I've searched for United Kingdom, but we could actually switch this to say United States. Let's try that. And electricity blackouts because the United Kingdom, the whole page is just full of news reports. So let's see, six hours ago, coming this summer, spiking electricity bills plus blackouts. Warning of catastrophic electricity blackout. Uh, here, California warns of blackouts. Mega drought uh, threatens California blackouts. Puerto Rico blackouts. I mean, this just keeps going on. We've got India and we've got all these other countries. In fact, let's jump to the first article. So this was on the hedge on Monday. Power grid operators warn of potential electricity shortages amid transition to clean energy. Power grid operators across the US warn that power generating capacity struggles to keep up with demand, a worrying sign ahead for summer where heat waves could lead to rolling blackouts. And I certainly agree with this because California is really struggling since they don't want any fossil fuels I just don't know how their renewable energy is gonna meet the baseload demands. Uh, let's continue though. The Mid-Continent Independent System Operator, or MISO, operating in 15 states across the US central region, said last month that capacity shortages this summer due to soaring summer demand might result in outages. Again, I would be paying attention to an organization when they put out a warning like this. Last Friday, California Independent System Operator, or California ISO, outlined energy shortages this summer because of heat and wildfires. Again, definitely possible, especially as California just doesn't maintain their forests. So they have these crazy wildfires. WSJ explains grid instability and increased risk of power shortages this summer comes as fossil fuel power plants are being retired more quickly than they can be replaced by renewable energy and battery storage. Again, I completely agree. Power grids are racing to retire conventional power plants fueled by natural gas, coal, and diesel to green forms of energy, such as solar power and wind. There's also the retirement of aging nuclear plants. Now, I just wanna touch upon this a moment because 
I keep seeing all this talk rhetoric, which is incorrect. Nuclear energy is not a high producing CO2 emission energy. This is a lie. I don't know why they keep putting this out and saying that, you know, oh no, we don't want nuclears, too much CO2 emissions and all this other stuff. The main disadvantage, because I'm not going to sort of glaze over it here, the main disadvantage of nuclear is the disposal of the rods afterwards. However, you can recycle the rods. People don't understand this. You can recycle it. You can bring it into lower forms. You can use it as medical grade, etc. But let's not beat around the bush here. It is the disposal of uranium that is the biggest problem. This stuff can take 10,000 years to break down. Now, again, people talk about it all the time around, oh, I don't want it near my house. You know, all the uranium, if you put it, all the uranium in the world, it would be a very, very small quantity. It'd probably fill a house, a large house. So yes, you could dispose of it and put it somewhere in the middle of the desert or something, but still, it is a problem. But I don't want to take away from the fact that there's all these lies about uranium as not being a renewable energy and it's not uh, efficient or, or it produces CO2 emissions and it's dangerous and all these other things. It used to be dangerous back in the day. It's very, very safe now compared to what it used to be. Now, look, I'm not here to convince you of uranium. I know a lot of you don't like it, but the point is that don't buy into and don't believe all these lies that it's bad for carbon emissions because it's not. Things are not working as planned in the green economy as power grids are becoming unstable by the retirement of fossil fuel power plants with unstable renewables. The transition isn't as smooth as was suggested and millions of Americans could be subjected to blackouts this summer as calling demand soars, so uh, home calling they're talking about, during heat waves as grids won't have enough power to meet demand. Now, just another point on this and, and, and why, let's just talk through it a moment. You're seeing all of this talk about renewable energy and how we should go 100% renewable energy, etc. Ladies and gents, I'm not trying to turn you away from that, but I do want to give you the facts around it. It is physically impossible to be 100% renewable and to get 100% of your energy from renewables. It is impossible. And here's why you must have idling in the background, either coal plant, natural gas, or um, a nuclear, or something, you know, whatever you're gonna use. There is a way around this that I thought of one day when I was reading some comments and, and, and the like when I talked about this the last time. And that is you could do something like people do at home where they have their solar panels and they have their battery storage. That is an option, but we simply don't have the capacity right now for that level of battery storage. I mean, this would be a huge infrastructure task. And where are you gonna get the materials from? China, Russia? I don't think so. They are not gonna be exporting this kind of stuff in the volumes that you need to actually create all of this battery storage. Because wind isn't blowing all the time, the sun isn't shining at night, and it's not like back in the day where we had water wheels and things like that that were always going because you always had rivers flowing and the like. So yes, you could use some hydro, that's an option, but hydro just doesn't seem to be that popular. Who knows why? Last Friday, a sobering reality from the California Energy Commission, Public Utilities Commission, California ISO, and Governor Gavin <coughs> Newsom, my least favorite governor, was that the state would have power supply gaps that could leave millions of people without power during peak hours. 
This imbalance in the grid is due to the lack of power generation. Again, we're talking about those plants that we talked about and could last several years. I think it's pretty clear that we're just not going to have what we need in order to meet power demand. And then we can go through all of these, but it's the same thing. California warns of possible summer blackouts as power runs low. They are well below what they need. Millions of Californians could experience blackouts this summer due to energy shortage. This is from the governor's office. Warnings of catastrophic electricity blackout in event of major storm or cyber attack. This is in Ireland. This is not even the US. Ireland's power grid could cause a catastrophic electricity blackout. They're talking about cyber attacks here. Such an event could prove disastrous, potentially causing a wide scale power outage, which could last for days. As reported by the Irish Examiner, they assessed 26 scenarios to identify potential risks facing the electricity supply. That's a lot of scenarios, 26 different uh, scenarios there. So among these examined were extreme weather. Well, we can tick that off because we've got it. Natural disaster. Okay, we can definitely look at that as well. Primary energy shortage, infrastructure delivery deficit and malicious attack. I think all of these are on the cards, to be honest. The report warned a storm, cold spell or heat wave could have a critical impact on the grid with global warming making such events more common. Yeah, or the grand solar minimum, but hey, we're not supposed to talk about that on here. Over to India then, an extreme heat wave is triggering blackouts across India and it's buying Russian natural gas to alleviate its energy crisis. I wonder what the WEF think of that. Puerto Rico seeks clean energy revolution. What's it getting instead? Blackouts. Over to South Africa. Energy expert warns of national disasters if blackouts in South Africa aren't addressed right now. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not slowing down. As I've said, when they start putting out all these media uh, reports and articles and videos and talking heads and news anchors and all this kind of stuff, is actually to prepare you for the events that are due to come. So all of this green energy movement and the ESG mandates and a lot of people keep saying, no, no, they're just going to ramp up the fossil fuels and oil and natural gas and they're going to do it on home soil and all of this. I don't think so. And the reason why is because there's this massive shift with ESG, so environmental social governance, and also pension funds putting huge amounts of pressure on these um, oil and gas and all these other companies that actually produce this, this energy that manages the base load and helps to produce all of our electricity and heating and everything else. There's a huge amount of pressure on them not to do new exploration, not to keep producing. And that probably gives you a little bit of a, a hint, an indication as to why Shell and BP and others pulled out of Russia. So if you thought they were just doing it out of their goodness of their hearts, not quite. It was because of the pressure put on them because the last thing you want as a large company is to lose your credit lines and your um, availability of banking services. You don't want pension funds to pull out because you'll lose your finance, your stock will crash, etc. So yes, they lost a huge amount in pulling out, but they're making billions. You know, they're making absolutely billions in profit anyway. So I hope that helped today. I will see you tomorrow. Take care. God bless. See you soon.